This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. So why do seagulls live near the sea? Because if they live near the bay, they'd be bagels. Welcome to Wings and Things, where you'll find real answers to real questions about everything you want to know about pet birds. Care, feeding, bird products, travel, and more. Everything to make your frequent flyer a happy camper. From parrots to parakeets, cockatiels to cockatoos, you'll have a bird's eye view of everything there is to know about your fun, feathered friends. So, spread your wings and get ready to fly with your Wings and Things host, bird expert and author, Susan Chamberlain. Welcome to Pet Life Radio. I'm Susan Chamberlain, your host of Wings and Things, and here we're all about pet birds. This segment is going to be all about Amazon parrots, those little green guys in bird suits. They're like little men in bird suits, that's for sure. They're parrot paradoxes, friendly yet demanding, sweet but feisty, playful but scrappy, independent yet often fiercely bonded with their human companions. They're personality-packed party animals, gregarious, clownish, intelligent, and usually friendly. Amazon parrots are indeed an amazing group. They're treasured for their talking ability, their beauty, and companionship potential. They're the birds most likely to have been associated with the sailors, pirates, and explorers of yesteryear. Christopher Columbus, when he came ashore in the Bahamas, Cuba, and Haiti in 1492, was the first European explorer to document the sighting of Amazon parrots. The birds traded to him by the natives were most likely Cuban Amazons. These birds returned with him to Spain, where they were much admired by the people. Several years hence, Brazil was discovered by the Portuguese, who called it Tierra de Papagaios the land of parrots. Later, in the United States, parrots were the household pets of several presidential families. Martha Washington owned a talking parrot, which was hauled back to Virginia atop the family's furniture following their tenure in Washington. Dolly Madison's green talking parrot was the center of attention at parties, and the McKinley bird, most likely a double yellowhead according to descriptions, sang songs, hummed, and whistled. Theodore Roosevelt also owned two parrots. Since then, smaller birds have resided in the White House under various administrations, but Amazons has been conspicuously absent. There are 27 species of Amazon parrots and numerous subspecies. All but the nine island species are indigenous to Mexico, the Yucatan Peninsula, South America, and nearby islands. The birds referred to as island Amazons are native to such islands as Grand Cayman, Cuba, the Bahamas, Puerto Rico, St. Vincent, Dominica, St. Lucia, Hispaniola, and Jamaica. Because most of the island Amazons are critically endangered and are not available for sale, individuals kept as pets have likely been with their human families for decades. The pet trade and widespread habitat destruction has contributed to the decline of all Amazons in the wild. Recent devastating hurricanes have further imperiled the island Amazons. The Rare Species Conservation Foundation is striving to preserve endangered species, including the St. Vincent Amazon, 
through captive breeding, conservation programs, and habitat acquisitions. Visitors to New York City can see a St. Vincent Amazon at the Bronx Zoo. It's a beautiful and majestic bird indeed. Amazons range in size from small 10-inch white-fronted Amazons or spectacled Amazons to the massive 17-inch mealy Amazon, which is known as Amazona farinosa, its Latin name. Only the imperial Amazon, Amazona imperialis, is larger, but it is seldom seen in captivity or even in its natural habitat, the island of Dominica. In general, Amazons have green plumage with distinguishing colors on the head, throat, wing, legs, and the flared tail. The breast or belly feathers on some species are tinged with color as well. Beak color varies among species. The double yellow-headed Amazon, Amazona ochrocephala oratrix, for instance, has a light horn-colored beak, while the blue-fronted Amazon, Amazona estiva, the beak is black. Amazon's eyes are surrounded by small rings of flesh. Irish color ranges from dark brown to pale yellow depending on the species. My orange-winged Amazon Kelly, her eyes are practically brown, they're so dark gold. Amazon parrots are rather stocky birds with short squared tails. Most have a tendency to become overweight if they're not provided with a balanced diet and plenty of opportunity to exercise. They, like other citizens, are zygodactylous, with two toes facing front and two toes facing backwards. Amazons are very dexterous, and they use their feet to manipulate food, toys, and objects. Observe your bird as it scratches its head or holds a nut or stick. Is your bird right-footed or left-footed? Yes, birds really do have a dominant foot. Sharing your home with an Amazon parrot is like having a little person in a bird suit living with you. Amazons are extremely intelligent. They have something to say about everything that occurs in the household, commenting in their own language or that of their owners. They can learn to speak entire sentences, sing songs, and mimic sound effects. Bogart, my 26-year-old Red Lord Amazon, Amazona autumnalis, says only one word. Hello, but he does sound effects galore. One of his favorites is to imitate the sound and motion of a sponge on glass, and you should have seen the expression on the UPS man's face when he thought I had a rooster in the house. It was Bogart doing his chicken noise. A bird talk reader's red lord Amazon Sergio could join the barnyard with his oinking pig sounds. Her blue-fronted Amazon Eisen sings and speaks well, but his specialty is duck noises. A neighbor even accused her of hiding ducks in the house. The noise potential of an Amazon seems to me to be directly related to the clamor in the household. Loud rock music, televised football games and game shows, boisterous family members, barking dogs and arguments all seem to get the Amazons sounding off. Soap operas, on the other hand, are often calming. Because of the relatively slow speech patterns of daytime drama, your bird may also pick up a few words or phrases from watching its favorite story each day. It's natural for your Amazon to sound off in the morning and several times throughout the day. 
In the wild, birds vocalize to greet the day, to warn each other of impending danger, and to notify one another that food has been found. They vocalize to attract their mates and to signal a return to nighttime roosts. You need to accept a certain amount of noise, but unrelieved screaming is a symptom of a problem. The environment may be too stressful. The bird may not be getting enough sleep. Parrots need 10 to 12 hours of dark time each night. Bad behavior patterns may have been established. Never ever hit your bird, throw things, or scream back at him in an attempt to reduce screaming. The bird will think you're yelling as a game and join in at an even louder decibel level. Hitting and throwing things will result in a fearful, biting, screaming, neurotic bundle of feathers. Often, creating a peaceful environment and a regular routine for your parrot will reduce the racket. A noted Amazon breeder in Florida plays soft classical music at his aviary to calm and quiet his birds. I can often quiet my quartet of Amazons, often known as the Green Gang, by switching them to talking by repeating hello over and over until they answer. I also keep millet spray cut into two-inch lengths on hand to offer them at particularly noisy times, like when they know I'm about to leave the house. I give each bird a little piece of millet, and they eat the small seeds one by one, giving me some blessed quiet. I call the millet the silencer. The introduction of a new bird, especially of the same species to your home, will also incite an Amazon to riot. When I adopted a second double yellowhead, it was like an out-of-control daycare center around my house for several months until the birds adjusted. It's been years now since Romez moved in. He and Cracker, my other double yellowhead, are not bonded in the least, but they speak the same language and greet each other noisily after they've been in separate rooms even for a few minutes. Remember, birds vocalize to communicate. When your bird is sounding off, it's telling you something. My orange-winged Amazon, Amazona Amazonica, Kelly, is my little crime reporter. Kelly squawks loudly if one of the other birds has climbed off its gym or gotten into some other mischief. The others warn each other loudly when a cat passes through the yard outside their room or when they observe big black crows at the bird feeder. Amazons also communicate with distinct body language. Whenever the vacuum cleaner is running, my birds are either stimulated to bathe or to posture about with the wings extended, tails flared, and their eyes pinpointed as if to intimidate a predator. Pinpointed eye pupils may indicate keen interest or aggression. My double yellowheads pin their eyes when they're listening intently to someone, when they see something they really, really want, like a pine nut, or when they're about to perform surgery on somebody's hand. The difference between interest and aggression is evident in the nape feathers. When the bird is about to attack, the nape feathers, those are the feathers on the back of the neck, are raised. It is believed that the double yellow head is named for its tendency to warn off aggressors by puffing its head feathers to double the size. So it's twice the size of the head, hence the name double yellow head. Friendly body language includes raising the head or nape feathers and lowering the head for a scratch. 
extending and vibrating the wings as if begging for food or attention, and raising the foot up to be picked up. A raised foot can also mean, don't touch me. Observe the other body signs to interpret your bird's intentions correctly. Joni Doss, who shares her home with a troop of performing parrots, called the Amazing Amazons, believes the key to handling Amazons is being able to read their body language. They have a very extensive body language, and once you understand it, you know what you can and cannot do with them. Doss owns five sexually mature male Amazons. I call blue fronts, yellow napes, and double yellow heads the hot three as the males, said Joni. When their hormones are raising, they have very short fuses. Many hot three males are put up for sale or adoption between the ages of five to ten years. During that time, these boys go through one or two very aggressive years, and then they begin to simmer down. Bad as these boys can be, they're so intelligent, beautiful, and full of personality that one quickly forgives their transgressions. They're wonderful, wonderful companions, but you better learn to read their body language if you don't want to get bitten. Mealy Amazons, orange wings, lilac-crowned Amazons, and green-cheeked Amazons are better choices for people who are inexperienced with Amazons. Even the females of the hot three are much milder than the males. Doss is in the process of writing and illustrating a definitive book on Amazon body language. Joni said it's taken her 15 years to sketch, write, and compile the information. When I'd see a particular behavior, she related, I'd wait to see it repeated by some of my other birds or those belonging to friends or acquaintances. Now we'll talk about some Amazon species. We have the um, yellow-naped Amazon. It displays the most intricate and comical body language of all the commonly kept pet Amazons. Perry, a friend's yellow-nape, weaves and bobs, turning her head virtually upside down as she greets visitors. She then draws herself up to full Amazon height before she does the equivalent of a curtsy, spreading her wings in elaborate display. Most Amazons can be loving and devoted, but I'm convinced they have the souls of terrorists. If my gang of four were left to their own devices, they'd embark on search-and-destroy missions throughout my house, chewing the furniture, uprooting plants, and intimidating the macaw. Sitting on a branch overlooking the parking lot, the pigeons watched as a Mercedes pulled in below them. What do you think, one bird said to the other. Should we put a deposit on that car? Stay perched. Wings and things will be soaring back right after these messages. What if you could protect the life of your cat with something so simple and affordable that you already use every day? Get ready for the evolution of kitty litter. It's Kitty Litter. Along with all the features you've come to expect from your kitty litter, Pretty Litter's patented and scientific formula will also monitor your cat's health and detect illnesses early while providing industry-leading odor control. Two kitty litters, same cat, same price. But there's one important difference. Pretty Litter reacts to your cat's waste by detecting health issues simply by changing color. And the key is that Pretty Litter detects these issues before your cat shows symptoms of physical illness or pain, likely saving you major dollars in vet bills while protecting the health of your cat. What do you think, little guy? Ready to switch litter? Pretty Litter. Colorful insight into your cat's health. <laughs> 
go to prettylittercats.com forward slash cat 101 or use coupon code cat 101 to get 20% off your first subscription order. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. A Frenchman walks into a bar with a parrot on his shoulder. The bartender asks, where did you get that thing? The parrot replies, in France. There are millions of them. Don't have a canary. Wings and Things is back with more great words on birds with your host, Susan Chamberlain. Supervision is the operative word when you live with Amazons. Keep their wings clipped for safety and escape prevention, and know where your birds are and what they're doing at all times. Amazons like to be kept busy. Provide your bird with plenty of chewable, challenging playthings, and rotate those toys quickly to prevent boredom. Because Amazons do get bored, and let me tell you, you will know it. They will have little Amazon temper tantrums. They require spacious cages with plenty of room for toys, extra dishes, a swing, and multiple perches. There should be sufficient space for wing flapping and other Amazon antics. Feeder ports and doors must have secure fasteners or locks, as some Amazons are adept escape artists. Outside access feeders are desirable, especially when leaving your Amazon in the care of a bird sitter. Permit your Amazon plenty of time outside its cage each day. My birds all enjoy playing on their gyms for several hours each morning, then again in the afternoon. I've established a routine, and they've become well-adjusted to it, spending their cage time eating, playing, and just resting. Multiple Amazon households can be a party of parrots, but do exercise care when introducing a new bird or allowing established pets physical contact with each other. Never simply plop one bird into another bird's cage or onto its stand. Amazons are very territorial, especially during mating season, and they'll defend their space vigorously. Allow the birds to become accustomed to each other's presence. Then permit them brief togetherness on neutral territory, such as a new gym or perch. Supervise them carefully to be sure that they can interact safely. Feed your Amazon parrot a varied diet. A formulated, pelleted, or extruded diet is more nutritionally complete than a seed diet. Young hand-reared birds will usually readily accept a manufactured diet, but older birds, like mine, accustomed to a seed menu, may be resistant to change. Supplement a formulated diet according to manufacturer's directions. A vitamin supplement is usually not necessary with a pelleted regimen. Supplement seed-based diets with fresh fruit and vegetables, a protein source such as cooked beans or scrambled eggs, pellets, and an avian vitamin preparation. Do consult your avian veterinarian for more specific advice. Breeding Amazons is not for the timid. Amazons are still quite challenging to breed, perhaps because they do not always like the circumstances under which they're kept, according to Mark Hagen of the Hagen Avicultural Research Institute. The challenge is to keep modifying their management until optimum conditions conducive to breeding are found. These may include more colony types of housing, with more chances to defend territories, or the opposite, more privacy in very quiet environments. 
Hagen says other important factors affecting breeding success are temperature and humidity, calls and behavior of mates, territory and nest sites, allopreening, food, energy, and lighting. Ramon Nogel, who bred endangered Amazons in Florida, revolutionized avian, aviary design when he changed from traditional walk-in style flights to large wire cages suspended several feet above the ground. These were advantageous for several reasons. The nest boxes attached to the outside could be easily accessed by human caretakers, and the flights were sanitary, with droppings and discarded foodstuffs going to the ground, well out of reach of the birds. Breeding pairs seemed to feel more secure in this type of flight, since neither predators nor human could gain access to the inside. The birds can become extremely aggressive during mating season and will zealously protect their mates and their nesting areas. Learn all you can about the species before you attempt to breed. Obtain a young sexed pair and pair them early on or purchase proven pairs if breeding is your primary intent. With so many birds um, up for adoption and going into second and third and fourth homes, there are certainly some discussion about breeding not being a good idea. So take that into consideration. You know, there are many homeless parrots that could use some help. So think about that before you begin to breed. And apprentice yourself to uh, an experienced breeder if you are going to be breeding parrots or other bird species. Now we'll talk about some popular pet Amazons. The blue-fronted Amazon is indigenous to Paraguay, Argentina, and Brazil, and is distinguished by the band of aqua blue across the front of its yellow head. The amount of color may vary depending on the individual bird and subspecies. While it usually makes an affectionate pet, it can be nippy, especially during breeding season. Like other Amazons, they have strong individual personalities and become closely bonded to their owners. Many develop impressive vocabularies and delight their human companions with their melodious voices. Now we're talking about parrots being native to certain areas. Um, this is where they originally came from. Since 1992, parrot species could not be imported into the United States except under very special circumstances. So the birds that we're seeing for sale in stores nowadays are bred here in the United States. They're domestically bred. New York State enacted such a law in 1986, so wild-caught birds were not permitted to be sold in New York State after 1986. A native to Mexico, the Yucatan, and the Tres Marias Islands, double yellow-headed Amazons possess excellent talking ability and often enjoy singing in high operatic voices. They can be cuddly and affectionate, and I've found them to be quite even-tempered as well. The lemon-yellow head feathers extend down the neck to form a majestic-looking hood on mature birds. The yellow is echoed on the legs, and the shoulders are red. Orange-winged Amazons are scrappy, agile little clowns who in the wild occupy a great range from Colombia, Venezuela, Brazil, and Peru to Trinidad, Tobago, and the Guianas. My Kelly is a pretzel bird, hanging from cage bars and all sorts of contortions. 
occasionally mistaken for blue-fronted Amazons, the orange-winged is distinguished by lemon-yellow cheeks and crown of the head, accented with an iridescent blue across the lores and the eye area. This is the only Amazon that displays orange on the wings, hence its name. The orange-winged Amazon is a rather drab-looking bird when it's immature, but it brightens up considerably with age. Frequent bathing will help your bird look its best. Orange wings have a dusty preen, similar to that of African greys, and the feathers will appear dull if the bird is not misted or bathed regularly. Orange wings have a fair talking ability, and they often learn to talk by mimicking other birds. In fact, they often apprentice themselves to other species, imitating their speech and behavior. The orange-winged Amazon emits an ear-piercing squawk when alarmed. Kelly tattles on the other birds in this manner, and she'll also sound off when her favorite double yellowhead is removed from her line of vision. If you own a noisy orange wing and you have other birds as well, try placing the noisemaker closer to the others. You may be pleasantly surprised. A unique habit of the orange-winged Amazon is its tendency to puff up its yellow cheek feathers like mutton-chop sideburns, then raising the nape feathers like a hawk-headed parrot. It's very funny and cute. The yellow feathers on the cheeks, red lures, and lavender feathers on the top of the head make the red-lured Amazons one of the most colorful of the species. The green feathers on the neck are edged in black for scalloped effect, and red feathers often accent the yellow cheeks as the bird matures. Possessed of good talking potential, this denizen of Central America, Ecuador, and the Amazon basin is also a skillful sound effects bird, emitting door squeaks, coughs, laughs, and household sounds. My Bogart chirps loudly like a 300-pound canary, and he hums along with the theme of a popular soap opera. Hey, there's nothing like a yellow-naped Amazon. These birds are personality-packed dynamos, raucous, playful, and outgoing. They're capable of learning extensive vocabularies, which they accompany with whistles and songs. They often accent their vocalizations with head-bobbing and other unique posturing. Their personalities are very dominant. If you're thinking about a yellow nape, get one that's young. You'll have a much better chance with that bird. If you're adopting a yellow nape, though, make sure you know a lot about its personality. They can be quite challenging. They're very much in demand due to their talking ability and clownish personalities. But beware, they really can become dominant. They're indigenous to Honduras and Nicaragua. Provide your yellow-naped Amazon with plenty of challenging toys, a swing, and a big play gym for gymnastics. Some lesser-known Amazons that make good pets include the white-fronted Amazon, a small 10-inch adventurous creature that can be visually sexed. The male has red wing coverts and the female green. This Amazon is not renowned for its talking ability, but it can develop a fair vocabulary and it makes an engaging pet. Mexican redheads are pleasant, relatively quiet Amazons, possessed of fair talking ability and even temperaments. The forehead, crown, and lores are red. A lavender blue band extends from above the eyes to the neck. 
In 1997, this endangered Amazon was listed on CITES Appendix 1. CITES stands for the Convention on the International Trade in Endangered Species. Once quite common in the United States because they were exported from Mexico in substantial numbers when such export was legal, Mexican redheads are only now very rarely available for sale as pets. Lilac-crowned Amazons are relatively quiet and somewhat docile. They resemble the Mexican redhead and they possess fair talking ability. Mealy Amazons are large, usually gentle, predominantly green, and they have very loud voices. Whichever Amazon you choose, be aware that its personality will ultimately reflect its upbringing. Loving care, a consistent schedule, a proper diet, and plenty of attention will result in a happy, well-adjusted parrot. One of the most important things to learn when you acquire an Amazon is how it is accustomed to stepping onto a hand or arm. These opinionated birds have distinct preferences, and I believe many bites can be avoided if new Amazon owners ask the right questions of breeders and sellers. My Red Lord Amazon will step forward onto a right hand, but only step backward off the hand and onto his perch. He hates hot pink, so nail polish in that color is out. Kelly the orange wing steps readily onto a right hand held sideways, and Cracker the female double yellow head prefers a flat hand. Romez is stick trained and hops right onto a proffered stick. Do stick train any Amazon. It will come in handy during bitey bird adolescence and may be your bird's lifeline in case of escape. How did our Amazons get their popular names? Break down the Latin words. Double yellowhead, Amazona, Ocrocephala, Oratrix. Amazona is Amazon, Ocro yellow, Cephala is head, and Oratrix means she who speaks. The white-fronted Amazon, Amazona albifrons. Amazona again is Amazon, albi is white, frons means front. Other Latin names indicate the location that the bird came from. The Tucuman Amazon is known as Amazona Tucumana, and the Brasiliensis indicates the red-tailed Amazon's origins in Brazil. The Amazona Society was founded in 1984 by James Murphy and Jan Roger Van Oosten. It's dedicated to the preservation and reintroduction of the genus Amazona in the wild and to the establishment of self-sustaining captive bred populations of as many species of the genus as possible. The Society also takes an annual census of the captive population of Amazon parrots and disseminates avicultural and scientific information on the genus Amazona to members and other interested people through a quarterly journal and by participating in avian conventions and events. Former Amazona Society President Diana Holloway says, We're celebrating our 15 years as an all-volunteer, nonprofit society and are very proud of our accomplishments, which include giving accurate information on the Amazon parrot, explaining their complete honesty with body language and their joy for life. This comment was made several years ago as the Amazona Society 
is now um, celebrating 84-94-2004, its 23rd year. If you're interested in the Amazona Society, visit their website, www.amazonasociety, amazonasociety.org, O-R-G. You know, people don't know what to do when they get an Amazon. They're so grateful when the behaviors their birds exhibit suddenly make sense. So it does make sense to learn about what your bird is doing in the wild, what what the species does in the wild, how they hunt for food, how they flock, what times of the day they vocalize. I mean, that's typically in the morning and in the evening. So take these natural behaviors into account. If you do have an Amazon or any other species of parrot, they're just incredible companions. And uh, I have mine. Let me say I got my first Amazon in 1980. And I'll tell you one thing, you're never lonely. Well, thank you for listening to this episode of Wings and Things on Pet Life Radio. Please send your comments and questions to me, Susan Chamberlain, at susan at petliferadio.com. Join us every week on Wings and Things with your host, Susan Chamberlain, and get a bird's eye view of everything there is to know about pet birds and how to make your frequent flyer a happy camper. Wings and Things, only on PetLifeRadio.com.